Hello and welcome back to the Multiversity Manga Club. I'm Walt and I am joined this middle of the month in October by Emily and Zach. Hey guys. Hello. So as I said, it's the middle of the month, which means of course it is time for our monthly One Piece Club, our ongoing retrospective of One Piece uh, today we are talking about chapters. Oh, I actually forget what the six oh three to six oh three. I know up to six six oh three, uh, which is the first like two thirds of Fishman Island. It's about half, it's a good, somewhere between half and two thirds. It's it's a good amount of Fishman Island, yeah. A, a sizable chunk. Yeah. Um. So before anything else, I kind of want to lead this one off by just saying like. Before before we talked about this, like, you know, both Emily, I, I know Emily in particular has like said to me in the in the years we've been living together, you know, just every now and then bring up, oh, you know, Fishman Island. So, That's so like go ahead one, and say this, but I'll, one, like, I'll bad, temper this late. I'll, oh, I'll yeah, Fishman Island, it stinks. And so I, I've been like fearing the worst for this. And I really like this so far. <laughs> I think it's quite good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was, I've maybe it's partially because I was expecting it to not be great, but I've, yeah, maybe it has a bad ending because, as for those who are, who have forgotten, we're in the stuff that I am the only person who doesn't know kind of what what happens uh, until we get to Dressrosa. Um, But yeah, I've, I really liked what we read for uh, this episode. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think that's... It has some flaws. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think... <laughs> we'll so, get into those. Yeah, I'll get into the stuff that I mostly remember about it. Um, and yeah, I think it doesn't... It maybe doesn't have the strongest ending. It's not a bad ending from what I remember, but it, it it feels maybe a little anticlimactic compared to most of the other big arcs. Like, I would say most of the other big arcs in One Piece have, like, really good endings. Like, satisfying... And this one, I I can't remember exactly why I felt this way, but I think I was a little less impressed by it. But again, we are we are relitigating Fishman Island, um, and I think I think there was just a general feeling I had that like, and maybe it was also influenced by just reading what other fans were saying of just like, oh, it's the weakest one, and like maybe I was sort of you know received wisdom a little bit, like yeah, this is like not that great, but I yeah, like I besides the one thing like that is annoying about it. It's a really, it's pretty, pretty small flaw. And honestly, yeah, I, I've quite enjoyed this, especially the flashback. Um, what about you, Zach? I think that, I think that you kind of were a little, a little bit of a naysayer. Oh, I was, I think I'm a pretty significant naysayer okay. with, with Fishman <laughs> Island. Um, for the reason, for especially for the reason that I know Emily doesn't like it, which we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, I think, you know, I read this all in such quick succession as we've talked about. I read this very, very rapidly and coming off of the high of the Paramount war and like the hype of the time skip and like mm-hmm. getting into this arc. I think I was just extremely underwhelmed by it for a lot of reasons um the way that the cast is is kind of utilized especially that one character um (laughs) and and just kind of like 
going back to I, I wasn't like particularly wowed by the way that they tied the Fishman Island stuff back to the Arlong Park arc, which we'll talk about a lot. Hmm. Okay. Especially in the character of Hody Jones, who who I think this is in some ways I like Hody Jones and for what he is and that he is just a lesser Arlong. And, yeah. and I want to talk about that more later, but at the same time, you know, him being like the first new villain of the new One Piece, it, it, it all just left me very underwhelmed, I think, on initial reading. I can see that. Yeah. That's yeah. Because it, it, I think maybe there's a sense that you're sort of retreading old ground a little bit. Hmm. There very much um, is. And I, I think I've. I don't. I don't want to get all George Lucas at rhymes here. I don't know <laughs> if that's if that's Oda's intention, but like, Buggy is the key to everything. <laughs> in some ways, like the Fishman Island arc, if you think about it, like both in it tying back to Arlong, and it's also like a transition arc, much in the same way that like East Blue was then preparing to get to pass into the Grand Line. Yeah. Whereas like Fishman Island is then preparing to cross over into the new world. Yeah. And so like there's a lot of right. symmetry between like this and the East Blue arc. Yeah. In those ways. And the East and East Blue is like I like didn't care much for East Blue. <laughs> um Yeah. So, so some some of the early stuff like Roddy isn't that really like the best parts of some of the earlier arcs are like just the characters like mm-hmm. you can see you get Usopp yeah. otherwise you know Syrup Village isn't that great of an arc like no not really the really first great arc is Arlong um and it's cool we get to see Arlong again but yeah I see what you're saying it it does kind of feel uh, it I wouldn't say it feels stale really but it hmm yeah I see what you're saying I see what you're saying so I think part of why I might have liked this so much is I realized I love Jinbei. He is he especially Jinbei's your boy. I love Jinbei. I love his design. I love his characterization. His he, flashback. He's got like drip in the flashback. He looks he so cool. Looks so cool, and so does Arlong. Arlong and eh, Arlong what? looks fine, um, but okay, Jinbei well. Jinbei looks so cool in the flashback. Um, but I like his characterization and. Like now, I can't put a. I can't really like explain why. He's not that like interesting, I guess. But, he's noble. but I think he's, I think he's got he's like got... these good like yeah, characteristics. I think yeah, his the fact that he's got like kind of like a noble personality, yeah, gives him something that the strats are otherwise lacking. There's not really. <laughs> They're anybody... kind of like a to a certain degree, like almost amoral. <laughs> not Chaotic, really, okay, but not to like overdo the um D and D alignment, but I mean, like Luffy's like chaotic good, right? Or chaotic neutral. Yeah, he is. Everyone is chaotic some... neutral with like good tendencies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're all kind of some something close not, to that. It's not that they're like destructive, except Luffy. Kind of, it, Luffy is. Yeah, Luffy's destructive. Um, Zoro is. Zoro what is yeah, just, what like, is Zoro? Is he just like true neutral? <laughs> Dude, okay, I want to talk about what he does in this. There's some right. weird moments. There's, there's like, I, I like put a question mark around one thing that he says and does, and I'm like, what, what? This felt a little strange. So anyway, so I guess my last thing to say. My, my last thing to say on Jinbei that is a bold claim and probably not a super popular opinion is that now that he know, we know he counts as one, 
Jinbei is my second favorite straw hat. Usopp's number one. Mm. Jinbei is my second favorite. I think it's great that Jinbei joined officially. Yes. Like, um, I I think I've never really been like, I've always just kind of been mellow on Jinbei. I think because he is sort of a sort of, he has a subdued personality as compared to most One Piece characters. But he does have a personality, which is like. He's got some cool moments in this. Yeah. And he's not, he is very strong, but like he doesn't have a devil fruit. Like, the Fishman Karate is pretty cool. Like, moving the water around, throwing it and stuff. Plus, and this isn't from this is from what we read last time, of the thing of him being, like, the propeller for the boat. The, the rat. <laughs> and he can summon blue whales. Yes, very good. Um, but we can't make this the Jinbei Power Hour. We gotta, but, but, but it will be, actually, like, sort of just in the background. Yeah. Um, we got to... So, you know, basically, the, the group... We still have we still have a little bit there's to begin with this of them getting from Shibandi stuff on Shibandi still. Um, there's some important that, that was pretty pretty good. Uh, some you know everyone kind of sticking. Behind there was it. some like very important lore stuff that was just all packed into that first chapter, and I was sitting here writing it all down. Um, it felt like writing. It feels like is this what writing the Ansem reports is like? It's like <laughs> though, though it's not as hidden as it is in like. In, in Kingdom Hearts for One Piece. It's like, okay, it's actually there in the actual thing you're reading. You don't have to go into another venue to read it, um, so to speak. Um, so, yeah, we, we find out a little more. I forgot about this. We find out a little more about what Kuma was doing. Um, I, I might have alluded to this That's before. That's right, yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's see here. Yeah, more, so Frankie confirms. Dr. Vega punk shenanigans. I know. Oh my god. Whenever we see him, I'm gonna freak out. I hope he looks like Dr. Light or something. Or, well, I guess that would be a little bit of a ripoff, but. Uh, like Identity Crisis Dr. Light? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, in more ways than one? Um, I hope not. Ooh. God, no. Um, yeah, so Frankie confirms that kuma was guarding sunny and that kuma had vegapunk program him for one last mission even as he was being reprogrammed so i'm a little unsure like it seems like this was being done behind the government's back and vegapunk was just like all right sure like i'll just i'll just have you i'll go by your directive too like i'm following the government but i'm also like like betraying them a little bit i don't know uh and so through that, through that reprogramming, he was able to like do this one last thing that was like not part of what the government actually wanted him to do. Um, so yeah, and then and then Kuma Kuma talks about his like connection through to the Straw Hats through the Revolutionary Army, which is as far as we know, the only thing is that like you know of course Dragon is Luffy's father, and that Robin is kind of a beacon of hope to the revolutionaries. Other than that, I. Because that seems like a weak, sort of a weak thing. Like, like you know, oh, Kuma, Kuma's in the same group as... Well, I don't know. I, we, we don't really know the specifics is what I'm saying. Except that, like, right. there's the direct yeah, connection between... We had this whole conversation last time about how, like, yeah. the, the, like, motives and intentions the, of the, the revolutionary are... Yeah, yeah, it's all very all right. obtuse, yeah. I think that was the main lore thing. But we actually, like, got confirmation about Kuma doing something secretive for the straw hats and like we still don't really know like why though like right really deeply why um so yeah, what if but kuma they... is luffy's mom <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm just throwing nonsense i mean anybody there. who's met even cobb i'm just saying like could technically 
not to get too into this this uh theory but yeah like you know i mean because of because even cov exists many things could happen yeah um so so yeah they get the ship coded um and they go down and they have this like fun kind of like this was part of another reason i like this is because like there's a lot of really great sort of background art in, in this arc so far um there's like just really great scenes of the ocean floor and lots of cool fish and a lot of the fishman designs are great too um but we're not there exactly yet yeah um there's just there's just a lot of great background art in this a lot of big like vistas and stuff um yeah it's cool so um, shout out to the assistants because yes i mean oda probably if drew out something that's like you know probably like the first look at the the uh, castle and all that uh, i but. know at some point he says something and i don't don't quote me on this don't don't tell me I'm wrong or well, if you do just know that I, this is like a point in time I read this and it might've changed, but like, I know he basically draws like all the character art except for like, he doesn't really do all the background stuff. He might do, like you said, the rough outline sort of like, this is what it looks like. Right. He draws all the characters that are like close up. Um, maybe not everybody in like a group picture, but uh, yeah. Like if it's a close up of a character, like Oda drew that. Um, so I think so, yeah. really the main thing that like the as they make their they get away from Shibandi, they get their way to Fishman Island. The main thing it introduces is this character. Caribou. Caribou. <sighs> he kind of sucks. Yeah. I don't um, really know what his deal is. Like I I He's I, just kind of so so I guess He shows up later. So 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 he's Caribou's one of those guys that I I, I know just for a fact that I have read stuff that he's in since like Dressrosa and all that, but he's like always such like, kind of like in the background that like, I didn't really like, if you, if you had like mentioned him to me, I would have been like, I don't know who that is. Right. Um, so now that I've like finally seen where he's introduced. So I guess he's just kind of like following, following around the show hots, getting into trouble. From this so point he, on. he wanted their bounty. I mean, right. basically he's just trying to like make money at Chibandi, which means selling slaves. Cool. Um, he has a brother named Koribu, which is pretty funny. Um, and they have Momu, the the sea cow, yes. pulling their ship, which is pretty funny. Fun and and um, yeah, it's because when he sees the straw hats, he freaks out because he remembers that they beat him up. And, you know, it's kind of sad. But uh, yeah, they have a little tiff with these guys. And then Caribou kind of like gets gets on their ship and they like capture him. And he, gets, he like, makes his way to... Yeah, he makes his way to, to Fishman Island with them. Um, it's that's pretty much that's pretty much the extent of what Caribou does and what we read. It um, is he, there is like a really good beat where he is like hiding in a barrel, like Frankie, monologuing, yes. and Frankie finds him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then yeah. they just nail him in the barrel. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some funny like background stuff in this of like characters sort of like talking to each other, and it's not the focus of the of the mm. scene, but they're just like sort of interacting. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, you know, they encounter some weird fish, they encounter a volcano erupting and they encounter kraken. a kraken that Luffy's like, we should tame that. And there's like some silly stuff with that. Like they go out in a bubble and these bubbles that they can use to sort of the, the devil fruit users. And I guess anybody else can sort of like go out in these coated bubbles and you can sort of just move around in the water. It's, it's silly fantasy stuff, whatever. Doesn't really need to be explained as deeply as Oda did, but I, you know, like 
more power to him. Uh, yeah, and then there's sort of like a, a kind of harrowing sequence where they like do get to Fishman Island, but it's like you know, like it's like crushing pressure, and uh, yeah, they meet outside of uh, Fishman Island. There's where they run into the uh, oh, the new... uh, Flying Dutchman. Or yes, the they see the Dutchman. Flying Dutchman for the first time, which comes um, back and, later. Uh, Vander Decken. Vander Decken, yes. Vander Decken. He is a very SpongeBob character. It is. A, it is a uh, Dutch-sounding name, the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> right. Um, but they manage to get away, kind of get past them and get into Fishman Island, where they meet, you know, some mermaids, and this is the, this is the start of uh, the. So worst part of this. Oh yeah, I'll just get this out of the way. There's like just some really dumb stuff with Sanji who's been on the um the Nukama Queendom Island and like, oh I haven't seen a woman in so long, you know, like Not without getting into the into the details of that, um he, you know, every basically any woman he talks to or or sees, he starts to like have a nosebleed and at one point, uh when he's like interacting with the mermaids, he basically has a nosebleed so bad that he needs a blood transfusion. <laughs> I, <laughs> which is like funny to say, but like when when I was reading it, I was just like, uh, okay. <laughs> I I almost think like if the new comma stuff had not happened, this would like maybe almost be funny. Because but it's all, it's all in the light of that. Yeah, it is. because it's like little... it's almost like. Uh, it could maybe be seen as like a funny commentary on how like after the time skip Oda draws like everyone extra sexy. Um, yeah, I could plus, see that. Yeah. Plus, like Sanji finally getting to like they they do reference that he's you know he they refer to Fishman Island as like the all blue like oh you found the all blue <laughs> and there are all these beautiful mermaids here. This is like your dream come true. So like. It, in that light, it's like, oh yeah, this is probably an accurate Sanji reaction, but like in yes. the line of the new comma stuff, and even little... even I think on first read, despite that stuff, I was like, this is just kind of dumb and too yeah, much. It's it's dumb and like yeah, it, it's a joke that goes on for too long. It's not that funny and yeah, it, it seems to mainly exist to be like a, an excuse to introduce like the plot point about like how the transfusion, which was weird. <laughs> which even now, yeah, that is not like a good t- plot point. I don't think really. Like no. it's really weird. Um, there, no. there was probably another. It could have probably could have thought of another way for someone to lose a lot. of Someone blood. could have actually been like hurt, maybe, or like yeah. what about Hachi, who basically exists to just be laying on the ground bandaged yeah, up at this much. point? <laughs> I would made this. Okay, we'll get to that. But yeah, I was like. Poor Hachi. He just gets beat the fuck up and then lays on the ground. Nothing for a while. good happens to Hachi. Um, but but on the upside, like Fishman Island is really neat to look at. I think it's fun, super fun. Um, it, a lot of great character designs. There's like sometimes it's hard for me to see the fish. It, the characters are supposedly ba- supposedly based on. It. I mean, it's all very cartoony. Like right. Vander Decken is a catfish, but he he mostly just looks like a cat with like fins. Um, very Dr. Seuss kind of looking guy, Vander yeah. Decken. I actually really like his design, even though he's a bit of a creep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's just a lot of, I would say mostly pretty creative designs here. I don't think there's really any. Eh, there's like one or uh, not Arlong, um, Cody Jones pirate, uh, new Fishman pirates. Excuse me, 
New Fishman Pirates member I don't like that much, but pretty much everybody else has something going on that I enjoy to some extent. Um, yeah, and we see uh, we see Kami and Papagoo again. Papagoo is fun to say. Um, yeah, we find out like the weird thing about like Papagoo is like really rich and bougie and like comedy like comedy like lives Listen, in like, like the slums or something. i don't know everyone's like, like why don't you just live with papagoo and just like isn't he your pet she's like no papagoo's like a famous fashion designer yeah, pa- he's like he's like a high fashion he's like jean paul gaultier of- <laughs> it's like he's like making the yeezys of uh but i guess he doesn't have he doesn't have the it's successful called, rap career it's so. called crimin crimin is the name of his um fashion but there's like an sps about it i think that i read and like you see some characters wearing the stuff throughout the um, series i think yeah. way back when um Duvall was was introduced like some people were wearing that and that's around when papagoo was was introduced too um yes yeah um so is this around when we see the um the uh royalty the yeah royalty so they, they first they first appear uh, the brothers. Um, Here's their names, okay? Okay. Fukuboshi, who I remember, because he's like the um, guy, I don't know what kind of fish he is, but he looks the most like Neptune. I keep wanting he's, to say he's Triton. The, he's the main man. He's the main man. He's got long flowing hair. Uh, uh, the other two I get mixed up. They're called Mamboshi and Riboshi, and they both kind of look like snakes of some kind. Mamboshi's probably the sunfish, because he's the one who's dancing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then there's one that looks kind of goofy, like a... Um, he also the, kind of looks like a who. They, yeah, some of the fishmen, if they have sort of elongated, anyone, any fishman with like sort of elongated features kind of looks like a who from Whoville to me. Um, well, Walter pointed this out, but yeah, he's right. Um, so like basically yeah. the, the straw hats have come in to Fishman Island illegally. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah and again, big Skypea vibes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So they're. The princes are, I guess, like on the lookout yeah. to see if potentially they're... So they sort of like guard against, I guess, intruders, but they actually came to like find the Straw Hats and thank them for saving their sister's shark. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's also, the thing that they... Yeah. We don't find out till later that it's like, oh, we were supposed to tell them, you know, something from Jinbei. Right. And also, yeah. Yeah. Because it seems menacing, but it's like, actually, they were trying to invite them to the palace and also to, like, give them a message from Jinbei, which you find out a little later. Because, like, Jinbei is, like, an outlaw, but he's, like, allowed to stay there. It's weird. I guess because of the... It's because not he used to well be a defined, pirate. I guess. And then he was a warlord. And now he's not a warlord anymore. They don't really know what to do with him. Uh, yeah. So, so, um... They're they're kind of they kind of hop around to the different areas of Fishman Island. All yeah, this most. Is of, I feel like most of like what happens until they get to the palace isn't like too. No, they meet important. Charlie. This this pretty cool huge Good mermaid design. lady. Yeah, she's like a shark. And she's and a fortune teller. Fortune teller. She's got. Yeah, I guess the most important thing is she, she says, like has oh. like she foresees that like Luffy's arrival like pretends doom for Fishman. Yeah, Island. which like doesn't probably mean what we think it means. Um or maybe it does almost. Well, fortune never meaning what not meaning what it uh, seems to. That doesn't sound correct. Nope. Nope. Um Yeah, they they actually <laughs> I didn't I forgot about this. They actually explain Fishman biology and like uh mating a little bit. They explain well, okay. They explain like how the a fish different man can children be like are anything. born. Like a fishman can either have a mermaid child or a fishman child. 
And then like if, if you're a fishman. If it's a fishman mermaid couple. <laughs> right. But if it's a fishman, it can be like any kind of fishman. Yeah. If you had like, like a shark in your, it's like I thought dog. It was, I thought it was even like, I almost got the vibe that it didn't like matter. Like, you know, yeah, it, like, you know, you whatever. could it's be cartoon. the first in your line to have like, you know, be it, a shark fish. It just said like. somewhere in your line, you had a, you know, a, a nurse shark father or something like it you know it's whatever it's cartoon it's cartoon biology um so there's that uh we find out that big mom is protecting fishman fishman island now yes this isn't Uh, our first mention no but uh no it's not the first mention uh it might be the first time we see her her uh jelly roger um, and I think it's the first time it's mentioned uh, how much she enjoys candy. They have a candy like factory there. Right. So there was this important thing that like Whitebeard was protecting Fishman Island for a while. And now that he's dead, like there's, there had been no protection. And so big mom, who's another one of the emperors uh, is like, yeah, okay. You know, I, they, they say like, you know, she, she'll protect, she protects us as long as we keep making her candy, but it's not as good of a deal as under Whitebeard. Because as far as I could tell, Whitebeard didn't, uh, White really didn't to actually, ask for anything. Right, he didn't ask for anything. So, Whitebeard was so great. We get it. Um, true. <laughs> we see a little bit, I mean, there, we, we sort of go, we hop back and forth between the areas, like I said. Um, we see this, this pretty cool, there's another cool area, which is like the Fishman District, specifically. Um, it is the, it's called Noah. And there's like a huge, huge ship there. Like every time you see it, it's sort of like the um, establishment. It's almost arc like. <laughs> it's one, almost one like it's like say. Noah's Ark, <laughs> but just for fish. Um, and it's like sort of the slums, I would say. Uh, and when we get here, this is when we first see the um, the bad guys of this arc, which is which are the uh, fishmen pirates, the new fishmen pirates. Um, and you sort of get a big, like, sort of establishing shot of them too. Um, but the main, the main thing is that we've got this guy who's a discount great, or long. Um, no, I, great I, I, white I like shark fishman. Yeah, Hody Jones. Yes, he he's interesting looking. I think it pretty it, pretty good design. Yeah, he's got like really uh, defined eyelashes. <laughs> Did it not long too? Um. Yeah, I can't remember funny. now, but I know Hody does. Yes, Hody definitely does. <laughs> uh, and and he's got a couple cool guys. I really like the um. There's a Wobegong shark. I think that's how you say that. I don't know. He's like sort of almost looks like a squid. He's like he's got he's black and he's got white spots or white stripes. Um, there's other than that. I mean, the, you don't really get as much. I think about. We also find out that Hody is addicted to, like, steroids. Vaguely defined, like, steroids. So I don't remember. Maybe we find this out later. But at this point, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we know where these come from or, like, who's making them. I don't think so. Yeah, so there's just, they just have steroids. These, the new Fishman Pirates. It's like, uh, what's what's the drug in Morrison's new X-Men, Zach? Oh, um. It's called, like. It's like, is it, it's, uh. It's not mutant growth hormone. No, that's like that's that's later. That is later. Is it like is it like bliss or? I think no. it starts with a B. I, I can't whatever. remember. Yeah. So point, point being, the fishmen are doping. Yeah. Um, these guys are anyway. 
and we don't it, it's just it's just sort of yeah like a performance enhancer it's like that the first the, the first episode of cowboy bebop yeah um yeah they just get buff and strong um so the straw hats do end up at the castle yep um but then like after they get there they like find out about like uh so charlie's the, the prophecy, and prophecy, then they're like, "Oh and... shit!" And also, Carib has been kidnapping mermaids, and he was on their ship, so he's right, so they they're now being that. blamed for what he's doing. Right. So he had um, some role to play. So there's this like interesting sequence, like where some of the Straw Hats are like fighting against the fishermen in the palace, and they like end up just like basically taking the palace I feel hostage. Like I, I was trying to like figure <laughs> out what this was reminding me of, and I couldn't. I think there's isn't there like a SpongeBob episode that has something like SpongeBob like is like. Okay, when, when Vince listens to this episode, because we've mentioned SpongeBob twice and it wasn't me, he is gonna like give me so much shit. So, <laughs> like, isn't isn't there something where he's like capturing everybody for like un- oh. unintentionally or for the? Is it have to? Is it the episode with the um where he's like trying to be the best? Um, I've seen like the first three or four seasons of SpongeBob. Is like where he has. The, the the sea cucumber who has like the highest record for catching jellyfish or something i don't know i'm not sure okay wait i vaguely think i know what walt is talking about i i can't for the life of me but yes i think there is some this my point is that whatever the hell that i'm thinking of that was tickling the back of my mind during this where they're just kind of like almost unintentionally uh but they're like Oops a daisy into like <laughs> conquering like the capital. Don't worry, Zoro, like well, okay, so they were trying to like like incarcerate them for yes. what the straw hats considered to be unfair reasons, which I think is is fair of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, of course Zoro hit everybody with the flat of the blade, so nobody was like terribly mutilated or killed. Um, and but there's like this so so I, I like sort of I did the equivalent of like circling this and putting question mark around it. Like just one point where like Zora like basically threatens the king and like says, We'll kill you if you don't <laughs> if you don't because they tie the king up and the king is this huge, like cute very good design. Cute, like um uh that what do you even call it? Like he's just like a, a fatter trident tri- trident <laughs> triton from um uh Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's just very cute and, uh, but strong. Um, <laughs> and Zoro, yeah, he, he basically threatens him. I'm like, that feels a little, <laughs> like, I know it's Zoro, but I don't think Zoro's ever really like told like ostensibly good characters that like, I'm going to kill you if you don't <laughs> comply. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was just like, kind of surprised by that. So, but, and, and so while this is going on, like, Luffy kind of just isn't was, with the group because he thought there was like some they were like being brought for like a feast and so he's like looking for he's food looking for the food and Zoro was like there already and and so he's like I want to go where Zoro is it's probably where the food is right and so but then he finds his way to where the princess, the princess is Shirahoshi who is a big uh huge mermaid she's I don't know why large. she's so big but some of the mermaids just are I think it's because um, I mean Triton is. Triton's big, and he has three tiny sons and one huge daughter. Yeah, it um, it could <laughs> also be because of her like status. Yeah, her, she, her yeah, special well, yeah. status. I don't really remember liking her very much, but like, I her kind and Luffy of... almost have like a Luffy and a Kobe uh, relationship. <laughs> Luffy's he like just constantly insults yeah. her all the time. <laughs> calls and her whiny, which is she, it's stupid, wimpy, but it makes wimpy, wimpy yes. <laughs> 
I laugh that it's too. stupid, but it makes me laugh. Well, he says like, he's like, let's go wimpy, as if as if as if it's like a um, encouraging thing. Because she's like always like, I don't so, know. I feel like this is like the kind of character that I would normally hate, but for some reason, I'm, it it's she's so, like always on like the verge of tears. I don't. It, it's such a weird coincidence. Okay, so like, or it's just a weird set of circumstances. So like, when you first see the tower, and I think this is like one of the neatest parts of Fishman Island, you see like all these like axes in it, and like the door, and you're like, what the oh, hell? Yeah. You see all these swords and stuff, and um, you, you, it's environmental storytelling. Um, <laughs> uh, Luffy makes his way inside, and like, like you said, like that's when he meets Shirohoshi, who is like locked up in this tower, and. Um, you find out it's because the guy we met uh, before, um, Vanderdecken, has been like pursuing her for, ye- for like ten years, um, and the reason she has to like stay inside all the time is because. Okay, so I was wondering. I, I think I asked this question before: is like, do only humans have devil fruit powers? No. <laughs> Vanderdecken was stupid enough to eat a <laughs> devil fruit as a fish man. So, so do we ever get any more details on that? We might. I can't okay. remember exactly. I don't want to say for sure. But uh, Vanderdecken, it's interesting because they call it the curse. Yes. It's called the, they call it the Mark Mark curse. But now I think this power is really cool. Um, but is forsaking swimming as a fish man bad? Not good. Um. So Vanderdecken, uh, this <laughs> I, I I like to imagine like how would you how would you figure out how this works? But I think I think Otis says like as soon as you eat the fruit, you just know how your power works, right. which is like fair, fine whatever <laughs> um he can so how does it go so he touches something and marks it and then whatever he throws will hit the mark with that same hand i think well so i don't think so he, he can, can make he, he can store two <laughs> things but if he has gloves on then he can throw whatever he wants at the two things right so creepily right. Yes. like he touched shirahoshi like 10 years ago and it hasn't washed his hand uh, <laughs> since then. And so wherever he is, he can throw something and find out where she is. Right. And so so he just like throws stuff at the tower because he's been trying to marry her for a long time. Uh, and she's been saying no, of course. Um, I was, I was like, saying it somewhat reminds me of Whole Horse from uh, yes. JoJo's. <laughs> Except he's not as... Um, Whole Horse at least like tries to be gentlemanly. Um, Vanderdecken is just kind of a schlub and um yeah but the whole thing that like you know he doesn't need to aim doesn't need to aim no uh so so that's why she's had to hide with like like i kind of like that as a thing it's not like oh she's a princess she she, like has to hide it's like she kind of like has to be inside or else she could be killed um but like luffy protects her from the stuff flying around and like she screams and like some of the the ministers come but she she like tells him to go away because she's like, oh well, you know, he protected right, right. me. He must not be so bad. And he helps her escape and sort of get out because she hasn't been outside for so long, which is nice. And she gets her shark back, which they they saved earlier, which we didn't really get into. It's just not that important. They saved her shark from, I think, one of the sea monsters. It was it like embedded in the kraken or something like that. Oh yeah, it, something like that. Yeah, leads to such a good gag. Which with one? The shark with the shark. Oh. Like, I know how we can hide you, Shirohoshi. This poor shark. As you, she hides inside the shark. <laughs> was the shark that big before? The shark is much know. smaller than her. Um, yeah, so, so like, they go out. Yeah, she wants to go to the um, forest where her mother is buried. And that's also, it's called, it's like the... It's called the Forest of the Sea. Forest of yeah, the sea. and so we do the joke of, like, forest. Shirohoshi says... 
this is where my mom died, Luffy. And Luffy says, cow bummer. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, is, this is coincidentally where, like, Jinbei wanted to tell, wanted her brothers to tell the Him Straw to Hats go. to and meet. The other them. thing he wanted to say is, don't fight Hody. Right. And I forget exactly why. I think it was just that, like, uh, that would be bad because Cody would basically look like a martyr because he's a yes. fishman supremacist. Yes. And so, <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else we need to mention before we get to the flashback? Uh, let me let me think here. Um, Hachi Hachi shows up. He tries to like negotiate with Hody because like Hody's separately sort of doing this thing where he wants to take over the kingdom mm-hmm. because. He is a very hard line, like, fishmen are better than humans. And right. so we need to take over the the, the dove, the dove, uh, <laughs> like, uh, the, 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 the kingdom, basically, and sort of, like, reestablish a new order, establish new order of, like, you know, we are not going to live in peace with humans. Which is kind of what Arlong uh, was... Well, Arlong wasn't really trying to do that because he was already sort of the boss. He was like right. the mob boss of his own island at that point. Uh, but this is like sort of just like we're going to create a new society, basically, yeah. um, among our people. So so it is like a complete, yeah, like regime change. Um, so like Hachi, Hachi is like trying to like broker, I guess, a peace and then they beat him up and he right. and that, <laughs> That's where we get like an example of Vander Decken's powers, how he like Yes. He touches Hachi and then he just like chucks a bunch of arrows into yes. the sky and they just yes. follow him. Yes. Uh, which is kind of a neat effect. Yeah. I don't know how they go so fast. I would think that maybe they would have to, maybe they reach a certain speed and then they can like, like they eventually go really fast or something. But like, it would be funny if you had to use the same force. Yeah. To like, you would, uh, it would be fast. such a useless ability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think, well, so, so the, the Hody pirates, like, there's just like, the straw hats are split up, which makes it a little confusing too. So like, after Vendor, Vendor Decken gets killed, killed, defeated by Luffy in like one hit, um, which is not surprising. Um, none of the fishermen are particularly strong, I would say. Like, it seems like Arlong was like a lot stronger than these were, guys were. Comparatively. At, comparatively. Um... Because after, after he loses, Vander Decken's like, all right, I'm just gonna go. Uh, he, he... This is kind of funny. He like slaps a piece of coral and then throws it at the tower and gets throws it at Shirahoshi and then gets on the coral so he can like ride there, right. which is pretty clever. Uh, yeah. So so they also there's also like an off screen fight <laughs> at the palace between this is interesting. Zoro fights. So Zoro, Brook, and Usopp are trapped. They they eventually get um tied up like trapped later but um like in a cage in the tower mm-hmm. after after hody hody takes over but like zoro manages to actually beat hody underwater yeah uh they don't really show you but i mean right, there's yeah, like he, a, like, there's like a ass. little bit of it yeah but like, not much. It, it and then he takes Hody takes a pill and it shows how like strong how much stronger it makes him and that's kind of helps them turn the tide so to speak uh, yeah, yeah, I wanna, I just wanted to make sure it covered stuff before we get to the flashback. And I mean, I guess if it didn't, then we can, um, we can, we can sort of cover it later. Um, yeah. So. I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Robin went off to try to find the Poneglyph here, which is something talking about Joy Boy, which I forget what that is. 
Don't watch. What? <laughs> it's just funny to see them say like, "What is it?" Or Joy, what? Boy. Joy Boy. Dot dot dot. I'm like, what the hell is Joy Boy? We're still, we still don't know what Joy Boy is. We still don't, Zach. Yeah, we still don't know. Oh my god! It's like it's like a like lost hundred years mystery thing. Oh my god! But I feel clear. like we know even less about it than that. Like we don't. We, we don't know that now. We don't actually, yeah, I don't know if we even actually know that. I think that's just, like, theory theorizing. Sounds like a new Wonka flavor or something. Yeah, the Joy Boy stuff is It sounds like something. It sounds like something, all right. Um, I think, yeah, I think we're safe to, like, eventually a couple couple folks gather, like, in the um, Forest of the Sea. Like, Frankie's there. He meets Tom's younger brother. Good design. Who is, like, just this cool arty looking fish i don't know how to describe it like he's got like a goatee i think and, like he's he's a he's another carpenter and they talk a little bit about like the wood the sunny's made out of and they talk about the jewel trees which i don't know they're just special trees um i don't want to get into all the important lore stuff unless it's like very right very significant in the moment but, but yeah, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't there something like jewel tree adam and sun and tree eve or something that's right yeah uh-huh. okay <laughs> Can you guess the reference? Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's two biblical references in this arc. What's the other one? Oh, Noah. Yeah. 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 So you just want to talk about the flashback? Now? Yeah. So we mentioned that Joy Boy uh, is just Jesus. <laughs> oh my God! It starts with J. It. And in some, <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, so secret Patreon episode for whatever you were going to say there. I don't know what. Super blasphemy hour. Okay, Um, that's fine. So, what was I even saying? Um, So yeah, we mentioned that they were there in the forest because this this was where the princess Shirohoshi. Shirohoshi. Um. Uh. Like her, her, her mother, mother is buried, is buried there. there, and so she can't leave because she's being constantly pursued by Vader Deccan. Well, she has she to be has... with Luffy so he can bounce right. all the stuff off. Because she hasn't been to her mother's grave since her mother's died, correct? Right, because that's when he touched her. Right. So weird. So, uh-huh. and that is, of course, the segue into who was her mother. Well, you know, basically, ah. <laughs> uh, Queen uh, Otohime. Otohime. Something princess. Um, you know, she was a. Mermaid. Yes. Merman. <laughs> no, she was a mermaid. <laughs> she's not a maid. She had children. She's a merwoman. <laughs> she's yes, they yeah. But she had yes. less than what? Is it thirty when Mer? Yeah, that oh, part yeah, is yeah, a little her, weird. They're like, they're like he's like, like what? Oda just says, I didn't want to draw any women under thirty. I'm like, well, you just come out and say it, I guess. Like Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, so basically, her thing is that she wants there to be more of Over a, 30, uh, they, yeah. Anyways, uh, she wants there to be more of a relationship between fishmen and humans, and she's like, you know, out on the street there, and she's so there's like this little thing that's like at the very beginning of the flashback, but then isn't really like followed up on too much with the, the like she's, <laughs> and she's like extreme. She loves all her like subjects and everything. Like she like. There's like a thief and she's like, oh, you know, I sympathize. This I soured move. me on her, honestly. What, what would like, you know, bring <laughs> you to do this? 
But then she like slaps him around. She's like, and... you shouldn't, you should know not to, you should know not to steal even when you're starving to death or something. Right. And I'm like, fuck you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she like slaps around a kid. <laughs> that was weird. I, I was like, okay, I'm glad they didn't like that, stick with this. Like she, she that kind of gets left behind. They're like, um, we love that she hits us. I was like, <laughs> what? And then it turns into just like her main thing is this, this whole thing of, you know, she uh, loves her petitions. Yeah. This, she wants a petition to get the fishman island like you know she back wants... to be- participate in the reverie yeah and to like for the fishmen to like live above right. to basically do what ariel wanted but basically no. just not for a hot guy but just because for... it's cool yeah uh now is this the... i forget is this the first mention of the reverie no i no, think they've I been think mentioned so. before but like it becomes much more of a thing that's talked about i think as the series goes on just because right. like there's a reverie, every, yeah, a reverie every four arc. years or something like that yeah um, uh, so, and so this is put in contrast to, you know, this is like young Arlong, um, you know, Arlong, we see him, he's pretty much just as we remember, he's, he's like, uh, he's like a different shirt and longer hair, I think. Yeah. And he doesn't have his cool hat yet. Doesn't have his he has a different hat. hat. Um, um, we see Jim Bay, Jim Bay looking, looking real good. Yeah. Jim Bay is looking cool. Uh, he, he, so he was a like soldier in Neptune's army, which right. <laughs> I guess it's there, just there's like, this thing with a, I think that it might've for economy of storytelling. Didn't you give a thing where it's like, at first he's a soldier and at first Arlong's right. you know, part of the Arlong pirates, but then they quickly become part of uh Fisher tigers. The, yeah. Fisher tigers. Um, pirate crew. So, pirate so it's just sort of like Arlong was always like, they were something before they became part of Fisher Tiger's crew. And Arlong was just always a pirate. He was right. just like a, 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 an unruly, um, uh, orphan <laughs> because the fish and district is basically just sort of like, yeah, they talk about it's just like a, a big, bit. big orphanage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So weird phrasing. <laughs> yeah. But like, I guess I, I, I don't, I'm not really sure like what goes on there. I think, I think technically it's just sort of like this slummy area, but, um, yeah, they talk about how fishmen were classified as fish until 200 years ago. And then the uh, kingdom was recognized by the world government, but like, they're still like, obviously like fishmen still live in this like weird bubble at the bottom of the ocean and they don't really not many of them come up to live there permanently like Arlong did, but he kind of became a mob boss there and like took over his own Island for a while. And yeah. he's in jail now, um, which is probably fine. Uh, so yeah. the, the stuff with Fisher tigers, you know, following up on what we had uh, in um, Amazon Lily, uh, how he's, you know, focused on like, you know, rescuing, people who are slaves there's the cool thing again this was mentioned before by yeah, boa the sun how, pirates. yeah the sun pirates like all the slaves were branded and so the sun pirates get this sun brand that covers up so, so you, you can't they tell, can't who, tell was. who yeah exactly. that's really cool it's yeah a, it's i think that's a good idea that's too. really cool yeah i like that that's like i think very strong as a sort of thematic thing mm-hmm. um yeah and so the sun pirates they they rise up and and fisher tiger fisher tiger was reviled as a criminal first for freeing slaves from mary joa yeah so i mean he is like unequivocally like a good guy um yeah um this is i know this is very revolutionary for me to say um and brave let's not forget brave um (laughs) and so like yeah a lot of fishermen were like yeah yeah fuck the world nobles like 
it shouldn't have slaves uh, right. at all. And then so, um, and so at that point, you know, Fisher Tiger and like Jimbei, they're trying to like kind of toe that line that, well, I guess at this point, Jimbei himself is still kind of like negative towards humans. Um, uh, not as far as Arlong. They don't really get into it, but I think Jimbei is sort of like between, like he's like, he respects Otohime, but he was on Fisher Tiger's crew. So I think he's more of a hardliner actually. Well, he's at just, this, well, at this point, Fisher Tiger's still like telling him, oh, like, no, right. we can't, you know, they just beat he's, up. Do, he's doing the whole, we can't sink to their level, you know, don't kill them wantonly. They do something know. interesting with that. Um, uh, there, there's but, a, and so they eventually, uh, after one of these, like, uh, they, they sort of fight the Navy, they fight the Navy, which yeah. like, yeah, fuck the Navy too, honestly. After, but, and so while this is all like kind of going on, there's this, these repeated things about Ohime, like she's trying to get these petitions, um. She wants like appeasement. Yeah, she wants yeah. like the sort of slow, slow ro- slower road to like uh, being on the same foot, yeah. footing as 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 um man. And, um, uh, and like we we get a few scenes of this. I don't really does there is there much that's really like impactful that happens with Odahime before? Not as much. No. Fisher Tigers. Um, <laughs> so, spoilers, so there's like I'm there's like right. They read this. Yeah, you. If you're listening to this, you probably read it. I would. I would think. Yeah. Um, otherwise, probably doesn't really make any sense. But and so the thing that kind of cool. sets oh. things off is that they, after one, you know, interrupting one like slaving, uh, slavery camp or something like that, uh, they they've got a young human girl. Koala. Koala. That's such a cute name, though. Uh, she actually shows up later. She's actually fairly important. Oh, yeah, isn't she's a. Uh... She's with Sabo. Yes, yeah, I was going to say she's I'm sorry, a revolutionary um, member. Yeah. Um, yeah, she becomes part of the revolutionary army. That's fine. Yeah, Koala's cool. Um, she was, she's rescued by the Sun Pirates. Like, she escaped when Fisher Tiger freed the slaves, and, like, she doesn't, like, she she still has ingrained in her how a slave is supposed to act, and so Fisher Tiger and the other, the crew members try to, well, they he burns the, the this is pretty brutal he like burns the um i guess the the slave brand off of her back which like yeah, i mean he, he marks gotta her do as it umpire, yeah. yeah he's gotta do it um and there's like this stuff that's it's it's pretty like surface level like this whole like yeah, stuff about how she's like very tame. like you know subservient uh, very subservient that's like oh that's just, just how she's been like it's, yeah it's, it's pretty it's like for kids simplistic uh but yeah. whatever yeah it's this is this is children. like uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I I do think that's important. I know we keep saying that, but like, I do think that's important to keep in mind. Like, rather than trying to like make it something it's not. Not that it's yes. like, not that it's like really dumb. I mean, parts of One Piece are very dumb, but like, I mean, they he tried to do something here. I think. And uh, so they event like their whole thing is they want to like find her family and return her to yeah wherever she was taken from. Yes. And they do find they, they do find their way. They do that. And Fisher Tiger like takes her alone mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to like startle the people in this village. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out to be a setup. Yeah. Of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, not like when they found out that it wasn't like her whole deal was a setup. But no. It was, I, it was just that they her, found her out village when they found out. I guess like kind of told the, told navy, the navy and and so he gets blah blahed. You know. He gets hurt. Uh, yeah. gets shot up. Um, Arlong eventually like comes and like you know 
for- finds him and gets him and brings him back to the ship and whatnot. Yeah. And Arlong's like, see, this is why you can't trust humans, which, you know what? Fair. And, and that's where, that's where we find out. So like, you know, there's, this is, gets back to what we mentioned before with the blood transfusion thing where it's like, you know, oh, we've still got, <laughs> it's kind of weird. They're like, we've got some blood from like when we like fought or whatever. I forget what they said. <laughs> we have some human blood. I was like, excuse me, what? Okay. <laughs> Like um, I, I, the way it was worded, like made me think it was like it was like, oh, you know, there's some blood like on the decks from what they like. I don't know. They have some blood, okay? Yeah, they've they... got some blood. <laughs> um, and so this is kind of where they the might whole just have it on hand. Thing comes from is that like you know he, even though he's been kind of like the one voicing moderation of like let's not you know, I let's not like we let's not kill like every human or whatever he's like you know no i'll never like take their blood you know i'll I'll, i i know that like maybe it's not right and that maybe like you know i'd like for fishmen and humans to eventually like live in harmony or whatever but i will hate them for as long as i live pretty metal it's pretty cool yeah like he's like i can't do it he's like fuck him and i'd rather die i was like damn like i mean i i think i think it was like a more sort of like tame way for him to show how we felt rather than be yeah. like, I'm going to kill humans. Like, I think that's, I think yeah. that's cool. It, it keeps him from being like too brutal of a character, I think. And Oda wanted you to like, wanted kids to like him. So yeah. making him like murder a lot of humans, like Cody does, um, or, you know, is, is said to do, right. uh, would, would not have probably been the best way to go. But, um, also the, the, uh, the myth is that he, the, the myth that Arlong talks about, and this is important. The myth is that a human refused to give him blood. Right. So the truth though, is that Fisher Tiger said, fuck it. Right. I don't want human blood. I'd rather die. So honestly, like both are pretty bad. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the, I mean, I, I the, the truth is obviously like, I guess like a little better, but it was still. a deliberate choice. Right. Um, yeah, so, yeah, and also he reveals the reason he hates humans is because he became a slave when he was when he was actually trying to, like, right. that's why he was gone so long. And I was like, yeah, why was he gone so long? You're like, yeah, he, he was captured and was a slave at Mary Joa. So, yeah, like, no wonder. He's like, I can't, like, I, I can't forgive them no matter what. So, yeah. I, I can't accept the blood we stole. <laughs> I mean, it... It like I guess when you say it, it feels a little stupid, but like in the moment, no, it, no, it's it, good. Yeah, it it it's a, it's a pretty good moment. Um, yeah, so he like you know he's like I hope Koala's generation can change, and like I think it makes sense overall. Like you know he obviously sees a kid, and he's like, well, you know it's not a kid's fault. Like and Koala right. was a slave too, so I think it's a very sympathetic portrayal overall. And I think Arlong, honestly, like Arlong hating humans because of this, like makes sense to me like i like i it, it, it's like otohimi it's it's weird that like otohimi was like the one where i'm like girl come on like it's, it's, like, it's, kind, of, it's kind of like a killmonger and black panther situation where you're kind of like i mean right i mean you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do what arlong and Hody, really wrong you know Ar- right. Ar- arlong redemption arc is what this yeah, also exactly. is yeah. uh yeah so uh, arlong and hody are based um Okay, maybe not that far. Uh, yeah, Arlong goes nuts after this, which and he gets like captured by a younger um, Akino, which is I'm sorry, um, uh, Kizaru. Again, drip. Dri- he, yeah, he looks he's so good. He looks so cool, doesn't he? And he uh, he's a little scary because he's like, yeah, we go. So so they capture Arlong. Um, 
And I think this is happening at the same time that like Otohime's like having problems getting more petitions. And it, it, basically, the whole thing is that it keeps like vacillating back and forth as these things go. Like you know, the people of Fishman Island she's like, gain and lose respect for humans over time. She's like, "Don't you want your kids to see the sun in the sky?" Which I think is like sort of a nice, like a nice um, way to put it. But you know, it's most people are like, "Well, they they killed Fisher Tiger. Like, how can I?" You know, there's right. They've done so much. Um, plus, they have slaves. Um, that. Which, yeah, compelling argument. And like, as the Fisher, uh, as the Fisher Tiger Pirates are, I don't actually think they have an. I don't know. I'm just calling them the Fisher Tiger Pirates, the Sun Pirates. Oh my yeah, god! They're, yeah, I was about to say they're the Duh. Sun Pirates. Yeah, the yeah. Sun Pirates. Um, Jinbei gets like offered to be a warlord. Yes. And he's like, oh. And if he does that, then uh, his entire crew gets pardoned. So this means Arlong goes free. Right. And this Arlong, is, Arlong doesn't even. Up thank him for it because he's like you're going soft dude yeah i'm gonna do whatever i want yeah because part of why jinbei does it is he's like you know some of the people on the screw they didn't want to be pirates they were yeah. slaves who were freed mm-hmm. and this was just all that they could do so you know i can give them something that was resembling a normal life yeah again yeah jinbei second best draw um, so jinbei is doing a noble thing here i think he's like doing the best he can with a bad situation and like but then he like later apologizes to nam he's like yeah i'm basically the reason that the Arlong yeah. went free and was able to do all that stuff. Sorry. Um, um, so, th- and this is then where the Otohime stuff finally, like, kind of reaches a sort of a, a, a important moment. Let's let's say. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I guess it's not too much of a surprise to say that she dies, considering we're well, at her grave. The the, uh, the, the, the circumstances, circumstances are important. Are important. Yeah. So so in the flashback, um, there's a celestial dragon that arrives wounded at Fishman Island and you know, he comes out like, I think he's like crawling. He's got his gun out. Mm -hmm. And, um, unfortunately for him, his like former slaves are there. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and they're like, they're like, yeah, we can kill him. He's just, he'd just be another dead body floating up. Yeah. They say something like, yeah, they're just like, you're nothing down here. Which is like, I was like, yeah. Anyway, uh, then Otohime, you know, it's good. Like, he probably shouldn't murder a guy who's wounded. And she, like, she protects him. And um, even so, uh, even so, the uh, Celestial Dragon, like, tries to shoot Otohime. I mean, he doesn't change because of this. Um, Like, she, uh, she does protect him, and she actually goes to the surface with him to try to get this, to try to, like, work something out, which, like, God, I don't think I... It's just, like, the patience that would require. Um, and she she does come back with a petition signed by a noble saying, like, I agree that this yeah, is a proclamation, basically. You, yeah. yeah, that, like, I think we can have friendship between fishermen and humans. And so then, like, more fishermen are signing and they get, like, an overwhelming number of petitions. Um, yeah, there's... Got. There's like a prophecy about Shirahoshi, which is weird about her daughter. Oh yeah, I guess we all the little fish fishman babies are so cute in this. Because that like... that was when, <laughs> when before she went away with the thing with the uh, celestial dragons. When we learn about her mm-hmm. power, because like she like cries and a bunch of Neptunians. Shirahoshi does. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and we learned that oh, you know, she controls mer- them. Merfolk can speak to fishes, but you know. Only once every hundred years, you know, someone of the royal bloodline is... Once every hundred thousand years or so. A couple the, centuries. 
when the yeah. I was trying I was trying, oh. I was doing a tenacious D bit, but I goofed it. <laughs> so sorry. That I, one can like communicate with Neptunians, so yeah. So that's before she does the going up to the surface and yeah. There's thing. there's a little there's a couple things because like Shirohoshi, whenever she gets upset and she cries, like that's when the the power the comes out. It's like Gohan, sort of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it would be like if Gohan could summon other Saiyans or something like that. Um, Apes. Apes. Yeah, no, that makes sense um okay so then okay so now we're at the point i believe when um yeah uh there's a we see that like the petitions are burning one night like someone set fire to all the petitions it's like oh no all my petitions which i get like i get it but like it's it's like this very bureaucratic thing it's like oh god we have to do this all over again um and it's like you know who could have done this it's like, about it's about how all this kind of reformist nonsense can easily go up in flames. And like at this during this whole thing, uh, oh. like everyone is like freaking out about this. There's fire. Um, someone shoots Otohime, and uh, she dies uh, pretty fast by one piece standard. Yeah, she just like, she just dies. She gets like shot. She, right she in the says chest. some like you know words to her children. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, her and, you know, they're, are... they're going to carry on her dream. Of, yeah. Uh, and, um, but I... this pretty much kills the desire all the other fishermen had to be peaceful. Like, yeah. or sorry, to, to, um, like do the whole petition thing. But right. they were like, no, we're going to try again. So like, even, even, even in the present, like the, you know, quote unquote, good fishmen and merfolk under, uh, Triton. Keep on Neptune. 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 He screams. He screams Neptune when he yeah, like. <laughs> I should think I would remember. No, it's Neptune. okay. I kept wanting to say Triton too. Uh, they're like at best like ambivalent about humans, I suppose. They or they dislike them, but they don't want to like you know ex- just consciously exterminate them. Whereas like Hody's thing is like you know we're gonna like yeah yeah um, yeah. And so that's pretty much the end of the flashback, though. Yeah. It goes back to Jimbei and he's like, yeah, this all happened 16 years ago in the Ace Attorney red text. Yep. And um, yeah, like he apologizes to Nami. He's like, I'm so sorry about like, and it is like a pretty, it's a pretty touching scene. And Nami says, Nami tells him, no, it was, this is Arlong I hated, not you. Like, I don't hate all fishmen. And Jimbei's really touched by it. And he like, he like really like thanks her for saying that because he, it does seem like, I think it's, I think, like, another reason I would say that, like, Jinbei's noble is, like, he really, it, it feels like what he actually says he cares about has some weight behind it for reasons like this, like, that they show with the whole, like, you know, feeling bad about, about Arlong thing, which, uh, I think is a reasonable thing to sort of feel shitty about. Um, and then after that, there's the, uh, we kind of get into, like, the let's fight Hody part of this arc. Yeah, that, that's pretty much where that's we leave off. That's basically where like, where we leave off. Um, Hody like completes his takeover of the castle. He's got he, some of the straw hats captured. His, his previous use of like the steroids, it uh, like transforms him, him basically. He, he looks less cool now. He does look less cool. Um, his hair is like he doesn't have his cool hat on anymore. He has like white hair. Yeah, and yeah, he like goes super saiyan. Um, is there a white? That's Ultra Instinct, isn't it? It's white Ultra hair. Instinct's like kind of like lavender. Oh, I thought it had. I thought Ultra Instinct had white. It's kind of like a very. I th- I think, I I usually think of it as white. I think it does kind of have like a very pale, 
right lavender aspect to it like walt said yeah yeah there's like there's some hesitation at first because like luffy's like oh my god like um you know hody announces like i'm gonna take over fishman island this is the new the new world order like fuck humans uh it's 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 my way or the highway sort of thing you know the bad guy speech over the big monitor and Luffy's like, oh, yeah, he's got my crew. We got to go. But, like, Jinbei, like, holds him back a little. He's like, look, if you, even if you beat Hody, he will be seen as a martyr, which is a good point. Yes. Um, So they have a little tiff, which is kind of fun. Which, thankfully, like, is very. It's very short. Very brief, um, it's interrupted. And it's quite, it's pretty funny. Uh, how, oh, Robin. Because Robin, Rob, Robin, like, shows up to like, like, stop it. Yeah. And Sanji's like jumping in, like, Robin. oh, Robin. And then he just like gets caught in the middle of them. Well, like, Robin does her new pretty cool power where she can basically just sort of teleport part of herself. Well, her whole body, but it's like a fake because. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the sort of uh, rules of Robin's power are kind of very loosely defined. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they, they, you start seeing like some of, some of the, I don't know what the other fishermen pirates are doing. I don't know why they're in other parts of the city at this point. I guess they're like just sort of because like some of them aren't at the palace. Like they're doing stuff outside. And I wasn't able to really figure out why that was. Yeah. I guess they're just sort of patrolling. I don't know. Um so you see some of their powers. I don't think anything is really that noteworthy. Um, except like the one guy seems really weak, like the guy, like the Zio, the uh, Wobegong fishman. Like he can, like he can camouflage himself, but like people are just walking all over him. And he's like, "That's right, I'm gonna win and stuff." They're like, "Why are you? Why are you acting like you've like like you're not defeated or something?" Like it's kind of a weird scene. I'm not owned. I'm not owned. Yeah, basically, like I he's turning to a corn cob. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. Basically, yeah, we're at this point where like Hody takes uh, the the princes and the um, the king to this sort of like stadium. It's called like the plot the Concord Plaza or something, uh, and it's gonna have like a public execution of of Neptune. I was laughing earlier because like it looks like <laughs> it looks like they're gonna crucify him. The way they, I'm sorry, the way they you have need Neptune a really big cross. They they have to get like it's, they have those really cartoony looking big chains around Neptune because he's like huge. And and they have the the princes like the princes show up later, but they get easily beaten because they have um they have the steroids which just make you very strong. But it seems like like I I noted that that Hody really is the only one that looks different. But I think it's because I think it's implied like he's been doping like way longer than and way more than the other guys have been. So maybe also Oda didn't want to come up with new designs for every single one of these guys. <laughs> he could have just had them all turn white or get wrinkles or something. I don't know. Uh, I guess like the last big bombshell before. It... Vanderdecken, I want to say Vanderdecken does like a pretty awesome Hail Mary. He throws the entire ship. <laughs> Yes. He throws the, the entire Noah. ship Noah at Shirahoshi. He's like, but the idea is like yeah. <laughs> It was like, but wait, that's like. I'll just hit all of the islands. Yeah, he's basically doing like a kamikaze attack. I don't even know. But yes, I know what you're going to say. So so the final big moment and the thing that like, if you, you can sort of guess that this was what happened. Like, like in the flashback, we, we think that like, yeah, uh, Hody, oh yeah, Hody like reveals like, oh, look, 
it was this a human, human a human shot otohime what the fuck and like hody kills him yeah. uh because hody was a member of the um uh, he was like 15 <laughs> yeah he was pretty young he was like 15 or 16 or something but uh he was a member of triton's army triton god damn it no, i thought he was part of arlong's the arlong pirates no Oh, no, no, okay. no. He That's was uh, he was like reading about the exploits of Fisher Tiger when he was okay. when they were out doing that. So he'd been yeah. He was too young, I think, to join them. But he was like, he 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 was in like the district, the Fishman district, and then eventually joined the um, Neptune's army. Yeah, he, uh, he reveals he reveals the shocking nobody the shocking truth that like he's Shirohoshi shows up and he's like, it was me. Yeah, I, I did it all. Like I was, hired the guy and then like so he yeah. didn't reveal because like you know this wasn't going to lead to anything like we needed to do this to like drive the wedge because yeah it was so wasting time so, trying to get along with humans who will never accept us yeah, yeah. Cody Cody shot Otohime from the grassy knoll <laughs> <laughs> I, they don't show I mean they don't really show like where it was I just like like to think that like he was like like well, no. I thought I thought that it wasn't that he, he did shoot her yeah okay he said he You're used right. his own You're gun right. or something like that You're yeah right. They, they're um, a little ambiguous as to where, but, um, I mean. But then the somewhat more interesting, like, is, reveal is that she knew. Shiro, she's like, Shiro, yeah, she, pretty yeah. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to the next chapter where that's sort of, I guess, where they. Explain. Yeah, or where they expand on it. So, yeah, yeah we. But it's kind of interesting with, like, having her up until now be this, like, you know, very, like. Demure. You know, demure. Kind of innocent. Wimpy. Um, yeah, I I don't know why I don't dislike her more. But I think it's, it's kind of like a neat little yeah. subversion of that at this point to like not have her just be like, "What you killed my mom?" Yeah, she's kind right. of like, you know calmly like, like, "Yeah, you know." Cody's like, "Oh, sometimes I've, I've, it just it just be like that." Sometimes it just <laughs> it it does. Yeah, um, yeah, like like Cody's like, "Oh, I thought that was uh gonna shock you more." Because, like, he was all excited about it, telling everybody, and it's like, how aren't you guys a bunch of suckers? And, uh, Shirohoshi just isn't that impressed. Everybody else is doing shocked Pikachu face. I, yeah, I think, I think, like, that, 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 and, like, his, his doping, in almost every way, like, maybe, (laughs) I don't know if this is what Oda's doing at all, but it's, like, the flawed like like Arlong was not good you know but like his vision was like purer in a way than than Cody Jones is and like like Arlong and Jinbei represent like these two sides of a coin Mm -hmm. right yeah And, and and then you have this low this later generation that's like even more disillusioned, but like less honorable, I guess. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Arlong, Arlong sort of did this thing where he, so he lives apart from humans sort of, but he sort of has this like symbiotic relationship where he's like, well, if they just pay me and stay out of my life uh, and they're useful to me, I guess, like, like I obviously like, I think Arlong's characterization had to change a little bit. Yeah, there's Island. like some there's some retcon not well oh uh, yeah, retconning yeah. triggering of, of like like the I, facts, yeah. I don't think he had, you know, as as much as I believe Oda does plan out like a lot of the things, I don't think he probably had like the details of Arlong's like what he did before. Like 
because it doesn't really make sense that he would decide to live. Because if he was like that, I don't know. I guess to me, if he was that much of a hardliner, like he probably wouldn't have done what he did. But whatever, it's fine. I can believe it. Um, Yeah, yeah. So like Hody is very much like, I think, um, obviously the most hardcore doing the um the false flag yeah uh classic thing oda uh, loves false flag oh there's a big one coming up uh in the next big arc um wait. yeah dress rosa has a false flag big false flag most of them do i think dress dress rosa truthers um <laughs> <laughs> i was like what if i change my display name to dress rosa truther i don't know what that means but it sounds provocative like that joke from you should do it <laughs> I was like, what does that actually mean? I don't know. I'll have to think about what it means. Um, I'm not going to do that. Uh, yeah, is there anything else about Fishman Island uh, before we talk about what we're going to... Or Well, I guess this part of Fishman Island, because we'll finish it next time. Um, so far... Like just, I said, I, I've liked it. Yeah. Um, I think it's... It is a stretch to say like the politics of it are interesting however however i think it is interesting enough yeah there's a semblance of something there that is somewhat kind of applicable to i think it's like you can examine it and you know kind of there's things that you can draw conclusions from and you know just like which is about all you can ask for with something like yeah, this. Yeah, it's pretty parsable for kids, I think. I think the reason that, like, a lot of these, like, kids' series have, like, false flags is because, like, it's very obviously, like, a bad thing to do. Like, yes. like to, like, do the thing that you said the really bad people were doing. Oh, but you did it to, like, make them look bad so you could take advantage of the situation. That is, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in stuff that's not kids' media, but I think the reason it does happen is, like I said, it's just, like, it's very clear that, like, no, you shouldn't be a hypocrite. Like, you know, sort of thing. Um, But yeah, I think there's there's like, there's some stuff going on here that's like a little, it it surprised me a little bit with what they did with like Fisher Tiger and um, Hody to some extent. Yeah, yeah, I quite like it. But uh, next time we're going to be reading, what did I say? What did I decide? Uh, So we're going to do chapters. are here. Well, you guys agreed beforehand, too. Um, 633 to 668, which will get us into... We'll finish Fishman Island, and we'll get into the next arc, which is Punk Hazard, which is like another island, which is interesting. Um, Not below water, above water. So we're going back up to the surface. Yeah, yeah. They eventually leave Fishman Island. The um, rest of One Piece is just underwater. <laughs> They're just in the bubbles forever. Um, sub-piece. And they get a submarine or something. Well, Trafalgar Law has a submarine. Excuse me. Yeah. I don't know. think it's a submarine. It would be cool, wouldn't it? It would make sense. Like, Law can just go to Fishman Island every once. Like, why doesn't everybody do that? Yeah. So... Yeah, we'll also get to talk about Trafalgar Law next time, which... We love Trafalgar Law. We do. We um, really do. <laughs> Zach, that's his Zach's favorite character. I, I don't know, actually. I just He's feel up like there. 
You're, you're a law guy, yeah. Law has the best outfit in Punk Hazard, I will say. Um, yeah, so it's also like a good... It, it, Punk Hazard's a good one to read around wintertime because it's a cold island. Mm-hmm. So, well, I guess we'll be... Thematic. We'll still be reading it when it's like going to be colder out. Yeah, so that's I, fun. To, to continue the rhyming scheme, it's it's the setting is similar to Drum Island, which, which is in between... Good them point. coming to the Grand Line and the Big Kingdom arc. Got so, and One Piece is so beautiful in that way. Alabaster and, and Dressrosa are yeah. summer yeah. islands. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That okay, be? actually maybe and okay, then, I mean, it's not like that crazy, I guess. And the whole cake and Wait. So whole cake and yeah, Skypea like, are they, not really. Not not super close, but not really. Mm. You get more of the weather stuff. Water 7 and Wano, not really. They start with W. <laughs> um, W-A. Dub- mm? Getting there. Water. I'm doing the kombucha Wano. face like, hmm? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, in the meantime, you can find us all on Twitter. I am at goodbye to a shoe. I am at Cosmos, of course. And I am at Woker Fox. Emily and I will be back in a couple of weeks to discuss uh october in shonen jump mm-hmm. and then we'll be back in a month from now to, as we said to talk about uh those chapters six six thirty three to six sixty eight those ones six sixty eight yes it could have okay. been six sixty nine which would have been nice that would have been uh but i decided it, it's not or really six, a great six that would be cool i know the like, I, it's not a great place to stop. I couldn't find a really good place without us reading way too much. Right. So, yeah. That's fine. We'll see. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we'll catch you then. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye.